0: ChatGPT came out in November 2022. And you could hear the gasps from marketers around the world as they realised, wait, hold on, if this thing will answer your questions, this might replace Google. Then Bing added ChatGPT into its search engine some of those gasps turned into screams. As Marx has realized, wait, this thing might happen fairly soon. Then Google released Bard its own chat GPT competitor. Now imagine chatbots in a good search engine. Well, frankly, Bard is still a bit rubbish for now. But Google will figure it out. Bard will get better. And as an interview with Sundar Pichai this week in the Wall Street Journal suggests, Google will figure out how to build chatbots in into its search results. And I quote, in ways that could help Google move away from the link based search that it popularized. Now, if you own a website, and you have come to rely on getting traffic from search engines like Google, all of this chatbot stuff is a huge freaking deal. And it all points to chatbots, taking more and more of your website traffic, organic traffic that previously would have gone to your website will be going directly into these chatbots. So what do you need to do to prepare and how can you actually capitalize on this opportunity, that's exactly what we're talking about today. Welcome to the Exposure Ninja Digital Marketing Podcast. Welcome to the exposure ninja digital marketing podcast. My name is Tim Cameron Kitchen. I'm best selling digital marketing author and head ninja at digital marketing agency exposure ninja, we help our clients get more leads and sales through their websites, including from Google and search and soon chatbots. Now this podcast is all about helping you generate more leads and sales through your website. And today we're going to be talking about how you can prepare for the future where chatbots are built into search so that you can make sure your business and your your website are being recommended and referenced by chatbots. So before we talk about how we can prepare for this, first, we need to do a little bit of history and a little bit of context setting, we have to first recognize that there has been a sort of brutal trade off over the years that us SEOs and marketers have made. Let's be honest, Google or Bing, they've never wanted to send us traffic, sending search traffic through to your website means that Google can't make money from that visitor anymore. Sad times. So Google's the behemoth and their game plan for as long as I've been in search has been to keep more and more people in their search engine. For example, think about featured snippets, right? When you search for something, and it just shows you the search, gives you the information straight in the search results, you don't even need to click through to the website. Why? Because they don't want you to have to click through to the website. They want to keep you in search because then they can monetize you with follow up searches and they can run ads against it. If you search for something like movies, something quite generic like movies, or you search for movie times, you will notice that you get that information directly in the search results. Now there's a rich panel at the top that shows you a whole bunch of different movies. And this has been around for years, you'll be familiar with it. Same thing with if you search for what the weather is. Previously, you'd have to go through to a website and have a look at what the weather is now that weather information is directly in the search results. As Google has added each of these features it's wiped out huge swathes of publishers who'd become reliant on Google's traffic for their business. Imagine you're running a weather website, you get ranked at the top of Google back in the early 2010s. Every time somebody searches for what's the weather near me, you get traffic on the site, you're able to monetize that traffic through ads, then all of a sudden Google builds that functionality into It's search results that traffic no longer comes to you all of that traffic or a large portion of that traffic is gone as is your ad revenue. And we've seen this happen to different industries and different categories of publishers over the years. Even if you search for your own brand, or you search for another brand, Google gives you a rich result, which shows information about that brand. For example, if I search for exposure ninja in the search, Google gives this big knowledge panel thing, which shows directions, it shows our reviews, it shows address, opening times, phone numbers, uh, products that we sell other reviews from the Web. What's the point of all of this? It doesn't want me to have to go into a website to find that info. It just wants to display it in search results. It doesn't even want to give you the traffic that's searching for your own brand. Even Google's decision to ignore what you write in a meta description or a page title and instead decide to pull whatever text it wants from your page in search results is an attempt to save searchers the trouble of visiting your website. For example, if you search for something like, uh, why does Google Bard suck? For example, the meta descriptions that Google pulls from the web pages that it's ranking that's showing in search results, basically give you the answer, you don't even need to click through to those websites, essentially, every web page is a featured snippet or a version of a featured snippet. So Google doesn't care about us or our websites. And that's not a you know, that's not a slight on Google, but it's entirely fine. It giveth and it taketh away. Neither does Microsoft, all they want is the information from our website so that they can share it with their visitors so that they can can monetize it this was always a trade off that we marketers and businesses were willing to make, we would give Google the information and in return, we would get some of the traffic that it gave us through organic search. And we've made our clients millions from capturing some of that traffic that Google didn't keep for itself. And instead, those clients get that traffic into their business because they've come through search, for example, with featured snippets. So when featured snippets came out, everybody thought, Oh, no, people aren't going to go through to search anymore. Well, it turns out that actually, if you had a featured snippet result, you actually still got quite a lot of traffic from that because your featured snippet result took up a huge amount of space on the search results page. So you tended to get a lot more clicks. And it was unlikely that the featured snippet fully answered the person's question, at least if they had any sort of commercial intent. So our clients have profited hugely from optimizing their websites and as have SEO companies and digital marketers around the world. And we've all been publishing vast amounts of high quality information in order to attract this search traffic so that we can monetize a percentage of it. Or at least that has been how search has worked for the last couple of decades. Now enter the chatbots, we've got Bard, we've got Bing, there will be others. They are the latest attempts by search engines to keep searches in the search engine entirely so that we never have to leave. So those searches never have to come through to our website. Microsoft and Google can monetize them in this little cage as much as they possibly can. For example, when you search Bing for something I'm uh, just gonna do a quick search here I'm bored Uh, What should I do? Bing chat is now integrated into the search results. So at the top of the page, pushing all the organic results and any ads down, you've got this big panel at the top, which is uh, provided by the technology behind chat GPT and a version of technology that Microsoft has called Prometheus. And it basically gives you the answer, it gives you a few pictures. um, And it's a long detailed answer. But rather than being like a featured snippet answer, you can actually interrogate this answer, you can say, okay, Hey, those things are cool. But what if I don't want to move? Oh, can you give me some things to do when it's rainy, and I've only got a stick and a ball, right? You can interrogate the answers, you can customize those answers, and it will give you tailored answers that respond to your queries Like we've all you've used chat GPT, you know the drill. Now, this traffic previously would have been spread around all the sites that were ranking organically, and their entire business models built on ranking for searches like I'm bored, what should I do? These searches has been Driving huge volumes of organic traffic for these types of oh, sorry, these websites would have been attracting huge volumes of traffic for these types of searches, which they then would have monetized through running display ads or building email lists and selling the data or getting affiliate commission, well, they're going to be getting a whole lot less traffic. Now that we've got chatbots in the search results. Now, that's an example of an informational search, I'm bored, what should I do, you might think, well, okay, fine, we lose a few publishers who monetize monetize their sites through display ads so what but guess what if you're searching for something like what's the best tv to buy or buy a tv online bing chat is also going to answer that question and it's either going to give you some recommendations of the tv to get or it's going to give you some places that you could buy your tv online so we're now entering a phase where potentially, and I'm going to add an asterisk under next to potentially, we'll come back to that later. But potentially, we are moving to a time where people are going to be able to conduct all of their research and using chat GPT plugins, potentially the purchase without visiting a single website. The goal is Microsoft and Google's goal is that you can do all of that research inside the search results without ever visiting a website. So what's the sort of Takeaway, what's the danger with the current implementation? Well, if you search for something like buy a TV online, for example, on Bing, what you're going to get if it uses the bit the little Bing chat thing, it's gonna say there are lots of places that you can buy a TV online. Some of the best places include Amazon, it's a great place to buy anything. Best buy, Walmart, Sam's Club, that type of thing. What you'll notice about these sort of chat search results is that these websites that they reference, typically there's three to five, maybe six. So so it's a small handful of different websites. We'll come back to ranking factors and how to get your business referenced and all that type of stuff later on. But it's a small number of websites and typically the highest authority websites. What it looks like at the moment is that the highest authority websites in the space are amongst those that are being recommended. So are we about to enter a world where people are searching using a chatbot getting a very small number of recommended websites with customized search results, meaning that everybody else is going to lose out all of the smaller sites, all of the lower authority sites are going to lose out their products are never going to be recommended, their websites are never going to be referenced, possibly, we may be moving to that world. And again, we're going to come back to that later on, because this could actually be an opportunity for your business. But we need to look at how to get ranking for these things first. Before we get there, though, a few caveats, and a few sort of uh I don't know, a few more asterisks, I guess. Firstly, we don't actually know whether this mode of searching will become the norm. Chat GPT is great. Loads of people use it. People love it. Some people can't live without it anymore. Bing chat when you use it. Also, yeah, it's great. It's really useful. But most people I've spoken to, including people inside tech companies whose job it is to use this stuff, they haven't actually changed their search behaviors yet. They still don't use Bing chat if they used to use in Google, for example, despite the fact that yeah, this is really useful. This is cool. But actually, the pattern and the inertia of the habit of going straight to Google means that they just haven't changed that thing over. They're not in enough pain to switch out their habit. The other thing as part of this is sometimes the tech breaks. For example, if I search, where should I buy a TV from? Bing chat gives me recommendations of places to buy a TV from great problem is they're all in the US so I can't use any of them. This is a bad experience. And it would then lead me to not trying that again. If I don't try that again, back to Google I go. So the old habit is reinforced. The new one didn't work out. Not going to try that again doesn't work and back we go. And because so much of this tech is so new and so early, there are a lot of those types of experiences happening. So that's the first thing we don't actually know how much this new tech will influence or change people's habits, they may still just continue to use Google, particularly if the tech continues to make mistakes. The second consideration, we are looking at the first version of all of this. Will this be how chatbots work in one, two or five years? Is this the final version? Incredibly unlikely. All you have to do is look at the exponential improvement of AI tools over the last year, 18 months to see that this is rapidly improving. Look at the difference between ChatGPT using GPT 3.5 and ChatGPT using GPT 4. It's an order of magnitude better. So we can expect the chatbots to continue improving and to continue getting better. This is a very crude starting point, what we're looking at at the moment. Is a tool that only recommends the largest four TV retailers in the United States really that useful? Probably not. So we can assume that Microsoft, OpenAI, Google, Anthropic, all of these different AI companies will be working on how to make these tools better. The third thing though, the third consideration, the asterisk that we have to look at before we move into how to use all of this is that this might be a paradigm shift. Like search was a paradigm shift over physical directories, yellow pages and stuff. And what do paradigm shifts mean? Opportunities joblessness and destruction. Yes, but opportunities too. So let's talk about how you can start using all of this tech as an opportunity and where you should be looking and playing with it. Before we do that, though, one of the things that you're going to need to do is keep yourself up to date with exactly what's going on in the world of digital marketing and how you can best use tech like this to improve your business's prospects. We have a free service at Exposure Ninja called the Exposure Ninja free website and digital marketing review. All you need to do is go to ExposureNinja.com for Forward slash review to request your free website and marketing review. One of the team will analyze your website, your digital marketing, the opportunities and the threats in your space. They'll have a look at your competitors as well. And they'll map you out a six to 12 month plan that you can follow to make the most of the digital marketing tools that are available to increase your leads and sales. It's completely free. It's totally awesome. So go to ExposureNinja.com forward slash review. By the way, if we think that actually the review isn't going to be the best thing for you at this time, we might recommend some other resource or we might give you something else. For example, sometimes we give out uh, voucher codes, which give people 100% discount on some of our training courses, for example, sometimes that's the most useful thing that we can do. But if you go to explosioninjacom forward slash review, and fill in the details, we will then work out what the most useful thing that we can give you for free at the moment is. Okay, on with the show. So how do we take all of this stuff and start looking for where the opportunities are where we can thrive rather than just being displaced by this and losing all our traffic to the chatbots? Well, if you take a closer look, and by the way, you can go on our YouTube channel, if you just go on YouTube and search for exposure ninja chatbots, you should find the video version of this. If you take a look at some of these searches, you will notice that there are two ways that companies will benefit from chatbot search. For example, if I make a search for, let's do a search for best digital cameras, okay? Now, if I run a search for best digital cameras in uh, Bing chat, what happens is um, it runs a search in the background for best digital cameras, and it then formulates an answer for me. And it says there are many great digital cameras available in the market, according to one, and then referencing a website. Some of the best digital cameras are Fujifilm X-T4, Nikon D780, blah, blah, blah. You can also check out these two websites for options and deals do you have any specific requirements or preferences for your camera so there are two ways that companies will benefit from this firstly if their products are mentioned if their products are recommended so I'm calling this recommendation okay you ask the chatbot which digital camera should I buy and it recommends the product so I'm calling that a recommendation now if you go on to buy a Fujifilm X-T4 because Bing chat has said this is a great camera to buy Fujifilm is going to win happy days. That's pretty cool, actually, because what you've got here is some of the world's most advanced technology recommending and selling your products. So if I followed up with Bing and said, okay, uh, why should I get the Fuji Fuji X-T- uh, Fujifilm X-T4? Who does it surge? What are the specs? Then it's going to give me all of that information. So it's kind of going to sell me on this camera. That's pretty cool, right? So if we can get our products recommended, Happy days. We'll come back to that in a second. The second way that businesses are going to benefit from this is by being referenced. So you'll notice in Bing Chat, a little bit in Google Bard, but a lot of the time in Bing Chat, it's citing its sources, it's referencing different websites. So it's linking to these websites. And then in the answer, it's giving you little numbers where you can click through to go and visit the site that has more information that's contributed to that answer. So you can still get traffic from this. We don't know how much yet. We don't know what proportion of traffic is going to be coming through from search. Bing is going to be adding it to its Bing webmaster tools shortly. We don't know what those numbers are going to be like yet, but you can still get traffic from uh, Bing chat and you will be able to from BARD as well. It doesn't tend to cite its sources as much, but I would assume that it's going to have to build it more of that. So how do you actually get your business both featured, i.e. recommended and Cited. Well, the tech is really, really early. Obviously, these chatbots have only been live for a little bit. Though, I think uh Bing Chat has been around for maybe a couple of months at the time of recording this. The companies have been really cagey about their criteria, but I've been running some experiments, so let me explain what we've found so far caveat, again, these are early observations on very early models that will likely be iterated and changed. So what we're observing now may or may not continue to be the case, but we're constantly looking at this to work out exactly what's going on, how do we both get products featured in these recommendations? And how do we get websites referenced so that we can get some of those some of that traffic. So those are the two sort of two opportunities getting your products recommended or getting referenced the two r's of bing chat um right first up what seems to be happening is that when we ask bing what are the best digital cameras to buy it's choosing the reference sites first and then it's looking at those reference sites to find the recommended products we've seen some examples where For example, it picks out the same four reference sites. If you ask the same search, three, five times in a row, picking out the same reference sites, implying that it's using the same criteria to find reference sites. But what's interesting is it won't always recommend the same products. So it'll pull products from those reference sites. But sometimes each time you search, it's going to give you different products from some of those reference sites. One time, it might give you all the recommendations from the first reference site. Another time it might pull a few recommendations from each and so on and so on. So the key to getting your product recommended by chatbots appears to be getting it featured on some of the websites that are being consistently referenced by these chatbots. So the obvious question is, what makes a referenced website? And how do you make sure that your website is one of the ones that's referenced or linked to from the search results? Well, this seems to be a little more confusing. We've run lots of tests, we've had a look at the sorts of sites that are getting referenced for different types of searches. And the criteria are a little bit woolly. So we can expect as you would that there are a large number of ranking factors, a large number of factors that are going into this algorithm. And I suspect what will happen is that someone will do a huge SEO study and try and figure out some like real detailed data on this. We've been poking at it with a whole bunch of different searches and itemizing the you know, collecting all the results in a spreadsheet and trying to reference to work out what the commonalities are. And here's what we've got so far. Now, you may think that the sites being referenced are just going to be the top ranking websites from organic results. You know, when you make a search on Google, for example, the featured snippet tends to come from maybe not the top website all of the time. But a lot of the time the featured snippet tends to come from one of the most prominent sites ranking in search. So you may think that well, same thing is going to happen in Bing chat, the reference sites are going to be the top ranking websites. This is kind of true. The reference websites do usually rank page one in Bing, usually. But actually top ranking on Bing does not guarantee that that website will be referenced. In fact, I actually found a slightly better correlation between prominent ranking on Google and being referenced as a Bing chat reference site right? Pretty weird. I in my test, I found that a website was more likely to be referenced if it ranked very highly, i.e. top three positions on Google for that search, regardless of whether it ranked in Bing. In fact, in a few examples, I found a website would be referenced by Bing chat. In its answer, it would rank position one to three on Google, but as far down as page two on Bing, which is kind of weird, right? My initial thought was, mate, maybe Bing chat is actually searching using Google right? <laughs> well if I was making a chatbot that was going to serve the best results and the most reliable information to visitors I'd probably use Google over Bing. However I have to say is this- very, very unlikely that Microsoft's Bing chat search is using Google, I think what's more likely is that Bing chat is using slightly different criteria to select its references than Bing searches or even more likely than that Bing search has a set uh, a bunch of filters that are being overlaid on search results, things like location, um, which Bing chat doesn't yet it's a bit more of a crude search uh, than uh, the than Bing chat which is maybe more likely to serve you personalized results. Now all of the sites Bing Referenced by Bing Chat had high authority scores. Okay, so authority score being a sort of metric for how much how many links and the quality of those links are pointing at the website. This is not really too surprising. We would expect reference sites to have lots of links because chatbots are going to want to recommend highly reliable websites. If you're giving the audience information that is pulled from different websites, you want to make sure that information is good, right? This is a they're taking a bit more ownership of that data than if they're just sending someone straight through to the website because they're sort of presenting this as information that comes from Bing. So they're going to want to make sure it's reliable. So it makes sense that authority is going to be a piece of this. And the sites that are referenced also often tended to have an at a glance section at the top of the page. So the at a glance section is like if you have a summary of, um, uh, of the information on the page, this is often what we'd write if we're trying to target a featured snippet, say that you you want to get a featured snippet for the definition of a particular industry term, we might have have that definition in a nice short statement at the top of the page. uh, And we would expect Google to pull that piece of text at the top through as the featured snippet. Well, sites that ranked or sites that were referenced, sorry, in Bing chat, Tended to also have that at a glance feature. Uh, we also noticed that Bing Chat seems to prefer referencing US websites than UK websites. It will show UK websites, but it seems to heavily default to US at the moment. And again, I would expect this to change. I would expect there to be more localization and personalization sort of filters built into this over time. Now, I also found that some websites were ranking really well in Bing consistently, but were very rarely or even never referenced in Bing chat results. One example would be the Telegraph, which is a newspaper site in the UK, very high authority and ranks well for a lot of phrases like I don't know, you know, what are the best mattresses to buy? Usually the Telegraph will have an article which will rank fairly well, and they will be earning affiliate revenue from this. But very rarely does the Telegraph in fact, I can find any examples of the Telegraph being referenced in a Bing chat answer. So we thought why could this possibly be the closest theory we we've got so far the most uh, the most believable theory that we've got so far is that because the telegraphs content is often behind a paywall, either Bing chat doesn't want to get into sticky legal disputes by giving searches information that might have been paywalled. Or it thinks that sending visitors to a site where the page may or may not be paywalled could be a bad experience. But either way, it doesn't seem like just because you're ranking well on Bing guarantees that you're going to be referenced in a Bing chat results. So we're continuing to study this, continuing to look for correlations. And we will find out how to rank for chat search, how to get your site referenced and how to get your products recommended. And of course, as soon as we find out, we will share everything that we find out at the moment, though, our advice is this build your website's authority through links, it's really important that you have a high authority website, which is seen as a reliable source of information by these chatbots, continue producing great content and continue to target that content to the sorts of things that people are searching for. Because Bing is still using and Google will still use when you search for best digital cameras, they are still running a search for best digital cameras in the background. So you still want to target those phrases. Okay, the actual language behind these searches hasn't changed at all. And if you ask Bing a question like, huh? What are the best digital cameras for someone like me? And by the way, I'm an amateur photographer who likes to take photos of the birds Bing's just gonna say, right, I'm going to search for best digital cameras for amateur photographers It's going to cut out all of the gibberish, all of the fluff around the search and distill that search and it's going to run a very commercial search It's still using the same sort of search language that humans do in Google or Bing. So continue writing content, continue optimizing it for these sorts of searches. If you're a product business, get your your biz- get your products featured on best x to buy lists, get them featured in this sort of content and recommended anywhere you can, particularly on high authority sites that tend to be referenced in chatbot answers. Because our research shows that for example, if you get your Uh, technology products featured in expert reviews, for example, you've got a much better chance of being recommended by these chatbots because they are continually looking at that website to come up with recommended products. Now before we go, one final tip for you here, you can get your call to action pitched by the chatbots. Okay, you know, Exposure Ninja, we have this free website and marketing review, which is an incredible service. Now, I don't know if you've noticed, but we tend to talk about this thing a lot. We talk about it in our podcasts, we talk about it on our videos, we talk about it on our website, we talk about it all over the place. And guess what? Bing chat and chat GPT know this, they know about our free website and marketing review. So it doesn't happen every time. But if you ask Bing chat, what is Exposure Ninja, you can get it to recommend the free website and marketing review because it has associated that CTA, that lead generation that lead capture thing with our business. So if you have a compelling call to action, if you have a compelling next step that you take with your prospects or your potential customers, and you talk about this in the places where your business is mentioned eventually these chatbots will start to recommend that next step as part of the conversation that they're having with searchers and how freaking cool is that that is the opportunity that we have here is that, that these chatbots they just want to talk to consumers they just want to talk to customers they want to share information with customers and as businesses it's our job to give that information in whatever format is most useful to this technology so that it can do the job of selling us for us. I've always said as long as there are search engines, there will be search engine optimizers, there will be search engine optimization, this technology, just like search, just like yellow pages before it, there will be ways to optimize your business's information to rank for these things and to be found where people are looking. So as long as you are staying up to date with the best ways to do that, this is a massive opportunity. Any changing of the guard produces opportunities and this tech will leave some businesses behind. So commit to staying on the front foot to being on the cutting edge of this and we will help you get through it. By the way, if you're super interested in AI, we are opening a sister business, which is an AI consultancy, we have a free newsletter that you can follow, which is all about the latest updates in AI. So go to p b a i That's for Powered by AI, PBAI.co and sign up for the free newsletter. You get a weekly roundup of all the latest goings on in AI, totally free, no catch. Until next week, I'll see you soon.